Well, good evening everyone, and welcome back to Abide. Uh, Abide for the past few weeks has been a, a prayer gathering for us. Uh, space to pray, space to breathe, and space to receive. And each evening we've been led by this pattern of appreciating being and then bringing prayers for intimacy, direction and enabling. Uh, this is going to be the last but one Abide Prayer evening. We're going to uh, move on to Dwell, an, a new uh, type of evening gathering uh, in two weeks' time. Uh, but we're here tonight to pray. Uh, and uh, the two passages we're going to use that will frame and shape our, our prayers tonight uh, are firstly from Psalm 46. Uh, that will kind of provide the structure, the pattern uh, that will flow through. Uh, and then as we come to pray for intimacy, the passage that we'll focus in on uh, is the next part of that uh, conversation Jesus has in the upper room in John chapter 15, verse 26 to 16, verse 15. So you might want to look those passages up uh, ready. Uh, for some of us, uh, we might want to grab a piece of paper and a pen. We find it easier to focus uh, and to pray in that way. Uh, and as always, uh, please do if you'd like to write prayers in the chat, uh, either in this Zoom room, uh, the few of us who are here, or the people that are gathering on, on YouTube. Uh, and as always, just ask you to be careful and sensitive with any names uh, and details. Uh, but just chance for us to share tonight. Uh, if you were around last Sunday, you'll know that my daughter Lois uh, on Saturday tested positive for COVID and through the course of the week, one by one, almost one a day, uh, the rest of the family, barring me at the moment, uh, have caught it. And I just want to uh, take the chance to say thank you to everyone really uh, for all the concern you've shown, all the messages uh, and the prayers. It, it's been great to know that you're praying. Uh, thankfully, Praise God, we're not experiencing any of them, uh, the extreme symptoms that others have. Uh, and we thank God for that. Uh, and we thank God for his, his presence and his protection. But thank you too uh, for your prayers. So we're going to begin with prayers of appreciation. One of the reasons why uh, I always like to use scripture to guide us in our prayers is because scripture uh, can open up a, a world to us. It, it's described, isn't it, as like a light for our feet, a lamp for our path. Uh, sh scripture shines light into places in our lives that would otherwise be in darkness. Uh, and there's always reasons to praise, there's always reasons to thank God. Uh, and so tonight we're going to begin there with prayers of, of appreciation. So Psalm 46 starts in this way. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in time of need. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Psalmist begins by just reminding himself of who God is. He's a refuge and a strength, an ever-present help in time of need. Therefore, there's no reason to fear. We've got somewhere to run. When the earth shakes, we run to the earth maker who does not shake, who is not shaken. 
So just let's start there tonight. Just take a moment to think about who the Lord is to you. Uh, the times when he has been refuge and strength. Uh, times when he's been ever-present uh, throughout a situation of need. And then remind yourself that this psalm doesn't say God was our strength or he has been help in time of need. God is our strength and he's an ever-present help in time of need and allow that light of the memory of what God has done the truth of who God is to shine into any fears that you have right now therefore therefore because that's who he is we will not fear so you might want to just think of one or two of the ways that God has really blessed you or helped you or strengthened you or healed you and just give him one or two names just to appreciate uh, that um, that experience that you've been through with him let's remind ourselves and each other in the chat uh, who God has been as we appreciate his glory his worth his work in our lives So we come on now to prayers of, of just being. You know, prayer in, in many ways it is not about the words, it's not about the doing. It's about being in his presence uh, and allowing the light of who he is to shine into who we are. And it's about opening our heart where we are. It's, it's not about, about trying to be anything different. Uh, it's about being with him and allowing him to be with us. And Psalm 46 continues, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, and kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The psalmist here points us to a picture 
of this the the river that runs through the city of God through Jerusalem and just like a, a river can bring life to a city when it's under attack it can bring strength and, and security to to a city uh, it's a place of, of cleansing uh, a, a river in a city is, is a great thing it's a, a sign of hope and a sign of life and the psalmist is saying here that like a river in a city so God is in his people God is within her she will not fall God will help her at break of day however you are tonight and however you feel I want you to hear these words as words for you God is within you you will not fall God will help you at break of day and all around Jerusalem and all around our lives the nations may well be in uproar and kingdoms may well be falling but we have a God who one word from his mouth and creation is formed one word from his mouth and the earth melts that's who is within us that who that's who will help us at break of day so let's just take a moment to be to be still to be with God and to bring him who and, and how we really are and as we do that to recognize and to remember God is within God is with God will help sort that for ourselves it might be that there's somebody that you just want to pray for tonight somebody who just needs God's help at break of day somebody who needs that strength and that life and that hope of God to be flowing within them right now just name them before God it might be a family member a partner a friend a parent it could be a colleague it could be a neighbor could be somebody you don't even know but just somebody whose story or whose face or whose situation has really touched you and you just want to ask God to really touch them right now let's just name them before God
these prayer times as well have been about praying for intimacy. Uh, Richard touched on this this morning when he was preaching, didn't he? The, the necessity of both knowing Jesus and being known by him, uh, of growing into that intimate relationship with God. Uh, and it's always going to take us deeper into the revelation that we already have uh, in in Jesus. And so we turn to Jesus, we turn to God's word uh, and to John chapter 15. Uh, as always, we're just going to read through this passage twice uh, with two questions really before us. One, uh, Lord Jesus, what one thing does this passage tell me about you? There will be many things that will leap out at us, but... Often as we read, God will stop us somewhere, he'll almost arrest us somewhere. Uh, why has he stopped you there? And what does he want to tell you about him, about himself? And then secondly, Holy Spirit, what one thing are you trying to tell me about me? Uh, revelation often is a two-way process. Part of having ears to hear is being open to what the Spirit wants to say to us uh, and in us. So we're going to hear this passage twice. Just just have these questions before you. Lord Jesus, what one thing does this passage tell me about you? And Holy Spirit, what one thing are you trying to tell me about me? But I will send you the Counselor, the Spirit of Truth. He will come to you from the Father and he will tell you all about me. And you must also tell others about me because you've been with me from the beginning. I have told you these things so that you won't fall away, for you will be expelled from the synagogues, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are doing God a service. This is because they've never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now, so that when they happen you will remember I warned you. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I am going to the one who sent me, and none of you has asked me where I am going. Instead you are very sad. But it is actually best for you that I go away, because if I don't the counsellor won't come. If I do go away, he will come because I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convince the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is unbelief in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the prince of this world has already been judged. Ah, oh, there's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not be presenting his own ideas. He will be telling you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by revealing to you whatever he receives from me. All that the Father has is mine. This is what I mean when I say that the Spirit will reveal to you whatever he receives from me.
What's the one thing that Jesus wants to tell you about himself? And Holy Spirit, what's the one thing you're trying to tell us about us? But I will send you the Counselor, the Spirit of Truth. He will come to you from the Father and he will tell you all about me. And you must also tell others about me because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you these things that you won't fall away. For you will be expelled from the synagogues and the time is coming that whoever kills you will think they're doing God a service. This is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember I warned you. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a little while longer. But now I am going to the one who sent me, and none of you have asked where I'm going. Instead, you are very sad. But it is actually for your best that I go away. Because if I don't, the counsellor won't come. If I do go away, he will come because I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convince the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is unbelief in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you'll see me no more. Judgment will come because the prince of this world has already been judged. Oh, there's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not be presenting his own ideas. He will be telling you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by revealing to you whatever he receives from me. All that the Father has is mine. This is what I mean when I say that the Spirit will reveal to you whatever he receives from me. come on then to prayers for direction. We've been thinking how many about the what. What is it that you want to say to me? The question now becomes, now what? God, how do you want to direct us and to direct our lives? How, what will following you look like for me uh, this week? Just some thoughts here from Psalm 46, uh, verses 7 to 9. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. 
He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Sometimes we're keen to know where to go next or what to do. Sometimes the Lord will reveal those things, but even when he doesn't, he often just wants to reveal who it is we're traveling with. The Lord Almighty is with us. That's the important thing. And the God of Jacob is our fortress, not just Jacob's fortress, not just Israel's fortress, not just the God of history, but, but he's also our fortress. And it's clear in these words here, in these verses, that he's wanting to make wars cease to the ends of the earth. That ours is a God of peace. And yes, there's a lot of work here. He, he makes wars cease, he breaks the bow, he, he shatters the, sp the spear, he burns the shields with fire. Our God is a God at work and at work in our world, but he is at work to bring peace. And so how does he want to bring peace to you? And how does he want to bring peace through you? And so as we pray for his direction in our lives, there are just some questions to sit with for just a moment. What is God wanting to say to you? We make this really complicated sometimes, but Jesus says, my, my sheep will know my voice. So what is he saying to you? What is God wanting to say through you? It might not be a, just, just for you, but it might be through you into somebody else's life. What is God wanting to say to us? Maybe as a, as, as a church right now. And what is God wanting to say through us as a church right now? Because we don't follow Jesus on our own. Thank God he's given us those to walk with. So as we think about the peace of God coming into our world and the God of peace journeying with us, what is God wanting to say to you and to your heart and through you, through your mouth, through your life, into the lives of others?
So we move on now to prayers for enabling. Because if God has called you tonight, if he said something to you, uh, if he's going to uh, use you in, in any way, it's not in our own strength, is it, thankfully. It's always in the strength that, that he, by his spirit, uh, provides for us. And so we end tonight with just a time of prayer, of, of waiting on the Spirit of God, uh, on the power from on high, on the anointing uh, of his Holy Spirit. Psalm 46 ends with these words. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. I don't know if um, you've ever heard people talk like this, but uh, the churches I sort of grew up in would often talk about the need to prove God. Now this doesn't mean putting God to the test, but it does mean that there are times when you just have to cling on with the fingertips of your faith to God's promise. And in clinging on, in holding on, as you come out through something, you, you've proved God's promise to be true. You've, you've held to it, uh, and God has, has held to his side of it as well. I'll often think of that experience uh, when I read these words, Be still and know that I am God. <coughs> it's often in the stopping, uh, in the just stopping striving, stopping everything, just being still, that we're just reminded powerfully that we know that he is God, that he is our fortress, and that he is with us. And he's both with us and that we are somehow within him. He, he surrounds us uh, as we journey deeper into him. Uh, so you might just want to be praying that tonight uh, just for that sense of, of knowing God of proving God in a situation of God's presence his power his provision being lavished uh, in into your life let's just, just seek him and wait on his Holy Spirit as we still ourselves in his presence
So, shall we just pray together as we close? Lord, we thank you that in you there is so much to appreciate. And that when we stop and look, when we still ourselves, Lord, we know it, we see it. Our lives are littered with your protection, littered with your provision, littered with your presence. Help us, Lord, to be still, that we might see it and receive it. Lord, would you help us to grow in our intimacy with you? Lord, to know you as close as we can, this side of eternity, to make the very most of your blood, the very most of your word, the very most of your spirit, the very most of your promise. Take us deep, we pray, into you. Lord Jesus, direct our lives, we pray, because you still have something to do on the earth and you, you're likely going to do it through your church, through your people. So use us, God. Send us, we pray, and enable us to do the work of your kingdom. Empower us uh, with who you are. Uh, make us confident, Lord. Make us bold. Make us brave. Make us yours. And Lord, we pray these things together tonight for the sake of the world that you made, the sake of the world that you love, for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of the lost, for the sake of your church, for the sake of your glory. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much again for uh, joining us for this Abide journey. We'll be concluding this journey um, next week. And like I said earlier, we'll be starting something the week after that called Dwell. Now, abiding and dwelling don't sound very different, but they will be uh, a, a different type of, uh, of evening gathering. I'll say more about that this week, so do keep an eye on our, our website and on the blog. Uh, but uh, let's keep on praying together and seeking to abide in him and allowing him to abide in us. I uh, hope you have a, a, a great week. Loads of love to everyone. Praying for you all. God bless.